Hello and welcome to the It Starts With Pat podcast. My name is Rebecca Shanuga and I'm on a mission to empower women to be the best version of themselves, for them to know their worth and to have the self-belief that they can be and do whatever they wish. But before I get into it, we want this podcast to reach as many women as possible. So to support us in doing so, make sure you hit that little subscribe or follow button on your device and sit back, enjoy, grab a pen and paper if you wish. It's now time for an episode of the show. Hello, my name is Rebecca Shanuga and you are listening to the It Starts With Heart podcast episode number 79. This episode is just a random one that I decided to cover and it's not going to relate to every single person. Usually on these podcasts I try to keep it as generic as possible to reach as many people as possible. However, This one is for um, people who are interested in pregnancy or who are pregnant or who have been pregnant or are planning on being pregnant. This is a pregnancy podcast episode and it's all about setting boundaries in your pregnancy. And I thought it was important to cover this because obviously this is the second time round of me being pregnant. The first time was with um, Hallie. I was in a completely different situation then. I was single. I was scared. I had no idea what to expect. I was inexperienced in baby baby having, um, and I made what like what I probably would not like some mistakes essentially in terms of how I dealt with certain situations just because I hadn't been in that situation before and I needed to learn from it. And things are a lot different this time round. And some people have got things that trigger them when they're pregnant, and some people might not get triggered by the same stuff, and vice versa. Um, but I'm suppo- I suppose if you are pregnant now or if you've been pregnant, you will probably be able to relate to this in, in quite a big way when I talk to you about boundaries and people somehow not having a filter when, when you're pregnant. It's so strange. Like just the stuff that people come out with. And obviously people don't mean to offend you. And it, part of it might just be pregnancy hormones or whatever that's making you feel a bit more triggered than normal. But I just think sometimes you need to just deal with stuff a little bit different. So um, I, I, can't, I don't even know where I'm even going to start with this because I, I just start, I obviously start talking and just see where it goes. But um, people have their own opinions about different things. So what you should eat, how you should exercise, should you do this, should you do that, baby names, um, baby furniture how you actually raise your baby when you've had a baby and people just put their ideas on you and sometimes it can be a little bit uncomfortable so say for example you might have a very pushy in-law who's very and I've not by the way (laughs) just so you know this isn't aimed at anything that I've been through but just from speaking to people previously um, people who've had pushy in-laws or partners who didn't necessarily understand the boundaries or friends and I just want to talk about the importance of setting your own boundaries and essentially doing whatever the hell you want so of course there are the obvious things um, which most people would not agree with and I personally as well would not agree with these things so I do not agree with um smoking during pregnancy I personally do not agree with 
um, drinking alcohol during pregnancy. This is my personal view. Some people might have smoked all the way through and the baby might come out fine. Some people might have drank alcohol and baby comes out fine. My partner's mum, she told me that she was drinking all the way through pregnancies with all three of her kids because she didn't know any different then and they all turned out fine. So, yeah, um, but obviously something like that, in my opinion, is something that I would not do. I didn't touch a drop of alcohol when I was pregnant with Hallie and I don't intend to do it this time round. I don't smoke anyway, so that's not an issue. Um, in terms of when you're eating food, we all know the high risk food. So we all know that eating raw fish is dangerous in pregnancy because there's actual statistics that show that you can collect, I don't know what the word is, there's bacteria on like sushi as an example, um, or that can be on sushi and then you can eat it and then it can be led to, or it can be linked to things like miscarriages, stuff like that. Same with raw meat um, or undercut meat, shall I say. So like rare steak as an example, um, runny eggs, things like that. So I personally have decided that I don't eat rare meat. I'll only eat meat that's cut through. So I avoid steak now just because I don't like eating steak that's cut through. I have scrambled eggs instead of poached eggs. Um, Sushi makes me really sad because I really, really like sushi, but I don't eat sushi. Um, And obviously, like I said, I don't have alcohol. But pretty much off the top of my head... I can't really think of other things that I don't have. And I know there's certain kinds of fish as well. Um, Off the top of my head, is it monkfish and shark or something? Can't remember, but um, I usually just eat the same fish over and over again anyway. So I'm not going to be eating any wacky fish that I don't normally eat um, as part of my, you know, like usual diet anyway. But there are other things that are also advised that I don't necessarily always pay attention to. And some of you might judge me on this, but I don't give a shit because it's my body. So as an example, I know that there's certain vitamins that I should be having on a daily basis, um, such as folic acid. I also know when I have folic acid, I feel terrible, like very, very sick after. I've spent two months in bed or over two months in bed constantly throwing up as I've mentioned on a previous couple of episodes and me feeling like that all the way through isn't something that I am wanting to do I will of course still have folic acid I still do take it I just might not be as consistent as what I always am um usually because at the same time I'm also taking iron supplements as well I need to take iron tablets I'm someone who suffers with anemia anyway and then when I'm pregnant it comes on a lot worse to the point where I really really struggle doing day-to-day tasks because I just feel like completely like like I have no energy whatsoever so I need to have iron tablets if I have both of those together I know I'm going to feel crap because I'm having two iron tablets and a folic acid tablet. Doesn't matter what time in the day I have them, I feel crap. So where possible, I do have all three. I'll have two iron tablets and I'll have my folic acid. I am not having my folic acid every single day religiously, knowing I'm going to be feeling crap every single day. It's not something that I do. But 
one of my friends was like, you have to take folic acid. It is for your baby's brain development. I'm like, my baby's brain, I'm sure it will be fine. So I'm still having it. But I'm deciding that I don't want to be ill for nine months. I also have another child that I need to look after. And I don't want to feel sick. So it's just little things like that. But some people would be a bit like, oh, feeling the pressure. I have to feel sick constantly because that's what it is. Do you know what I mean? It's like, basically what I'm getting at is pick the things that are important to you. So I know that I am avoiding certain kinds of food and certain kinds of drink because I know they are directly linked to miscarriages. So I am not willing to make that risk higher by eating those things when I don't need to eat those things. But I'm not feeling physically sick by not eating sushi. It's just something that I would just wish I could eat. So as soon as I pop this baby out, I'll be back eating sushi every day because I love it so much. Same with steak. Me not going to a steakhouse now makes me a little bit sad because I love going to steak. I love eating steak. But I know that it's not something that I can enjoy because I don't like eating steak that's cut through. But I can live with that. I'm not going to put eat like rare meat when I don't need to. But why would I put something in my body constantly that just makes me throw up anyway? And then I'm not even keeping the goodness in me because I've been sick. Does that make sense? So what I'm getting at is do the things that matter to you. Exercising. Oh, you shouldn't be lifting that weight. Oh, you shouldn't be running. Oh, look at her. She's pregnant and she's riding a horse. It's like each to the frigging own. So personally, my exercise is I will continue to do what I always have done. So when I was pregnant with Hallie, I was exercising a lot more leading up to that point than what I am now. Partly because I didn't have two businesses then and also because I didn't have a Hallie then. So now it's just natural that for me, um, I do have exercise as a priority. It's part of my lifestyle, but I'm not as full on as what I was before. Before I was spending two and a half, three hours a day in the gym, which I don't have. Well, I can spend two and a half, three hours in a day in the gym if I really wanted to, because it's a personal choice, but I choose not to because I want to do other things. Um, and I was spending a long time in the gym. Um, I was working out the whole time when I was being pregnant, when I was pregnant, I was still lifting the same weights. I was still going for runs. I was doing everything that I was doing, um, up until the point when I just felt like, um, I was getting a bit more like too out of breath or whatever. And then I just slowed it down quite a bit towards the back end. Um, this time round, it's very different because I'm not as fit as what I was that time. So this isn't necessarily a time where I'm going to be like, oh, yes, now I'm going to decide to run a marathon. Like, obviously, it's not going to happen. But um, I will still go to the gym. I still do my weights. But I personally have just like decided to lift small weights because I wasn't lifting heavy before I got pregnant anyway. And I will just make sure I'm keeping an eye on my heart rate. Um, my heart rate goes up higher than what it used to do just because I'm not as fit. Um, so I personally think as long as I can breathe and as long as my heart rate doesn't go over a certain number that I deem safe, 
um, then I will um, continue to exercise. And some people are like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. And blah, blah, blah. And then like the reason I mentioned the horse thing was that I remember a few years ago, someone got pregnant who I knew and she she had a, she has a horse. Um, what's she going to do? Just not ride a horse for nine months. I know there's a risk you could fall off the horse. So you might not necessarily go show jumping or galloping across a field or riding a horse that you don't know. But if you've had a horse for years that doesn't throw you off and you're not doing anything outside of what you're comfortable doing, then what's the issue if that person's comfortable with it? And again, it's personal preference. And it's sometimes if you're someone who's listening to this thinking, oh my God, I can't believe you're saying this. You're probably one of them people who needs to get back in the box. <laughs> get back in your box and mind your own bloody business. That's my that's my message to you if you are one of them people. And maybe have a think as well, like when you are speaking to someone, if you do have a friend or a family member, are you being supportive of their choices or are you just being bossy? Do this, do that, don't do that, buy this. Oh, you definitely need this. Like who says? Who says what someone's going to use or not use when the babies are here? Um, but at the same, so there's like, this has turned into two messages. There's two messages. The message for the mums is, and the dads who's supporting a pregnant partner, the message for the people who are pregnant or the message for people with a new baby or the message for people who are, who are planning on having a baby or whatever, all of those people who fall into that category, do whatever the hell you want. Whatever you are comfortable with or not comfortable with is your decision. Yes, there is content out there that's readily available that you will be given anyway by your doctors or midwife or whoever. of the certain risks around certain things to do with your pregnancy. Um, look at factual information. Just because Betty next door says don't do something or that you need to do something doesn't necessarily mean it's accurate. It comes down to who you're listening to. Are you listening to the experts? Are you listening to someone who potentially had a kid, say, 50 years ago, where things have changed since then? <laughs> you know? So be careful who you're taking advice from in some respects. You might want to listen to certain people. I'm not saying don't listen to people's advice, but listen to the advice that you want to listen to. Don't be obliged or feel forced to do something that you're not comfortable with doing how you feed your child, how you raise your child, how you dress your child, how much you spend on your child at Christmas, how much baby clothes you buy when they're born. I love buying baby clothes. Hallie had far too many baby clothes when she was born. Did she wear a thing? Yes. Even if it meant that I had to get a change five times a day, she wore all of her outfits. Did she need all of her outfits? No, she didn't. But I like to buy them. People say, oh, you will never put that on them. You will never use all of those outfits. You don't need to dress them like that. Who gives a shit what you think? Shut up with your opinions. And that brings me on to the second kind of people, the opinion givers. Oh, have you thought of any names yet? Yeah, I have actually. Do you know why people don't tell you why what the, what they're calling the baby? Because either they just want to keep something personal to themselves for once in their life and not tell you, or because they know that people like you go, oh, my next door neighbour's dog's called Barney. 
like oh god like just stop stop your opinions if someone tells you the baby's name and you don't like it don't tell them don't tell them you don't like it don't tell them that your next door neighbor's dog's got the same name don't tell them that some brat at your kid's school's got the same name or anything do not comment just say oh nice yeah don't comment on it and if they don't want to tell you, they don't want to tell you. Oh, come on, just tell me. I'm not going to tell anyone. And then they tell you and you're like, oh, but like, why do you care? Like, not saying you don't care what the baby's called, but why do you have to know if they don't want to tell you? If they wanted you to know, they would tell you, wouldn't they? Without you having to ask over and over and over and over again. So two messages for the parents do whatever the hell you want don't feel obliged to listen to people if you don't want to listen to people if you do want to listen to people listen to them it's completely up to you but the decision sits with you and if you are the interfering (laughs) if you are the interfering in-law or the interfering sibling or an interfering friend So you might be speaking to your friend who's just having their first baby and you've had five. So you're the baby expert. Shut up. Just shut up, please. They don't want to hear it. The end. If you got some value from this, make sure you're sharing it. Make sure you are tagging me, tag your friends, share it on your socials. Anything that you want me to cover in the coming weeks, pop us an email, info at rebeccashenuga.com, info I-N-F-O at R-E-B-E-C-C-A-S-O-N-U-G-A dot com. And my Instagram is at Rebecca Shanuga, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-S-O-N-U-G-A. And I will see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you got value, make sure you share this episode. And for even more gems delivered straight to your email, head over to the show notes where you can download the Ultimate Belief Bible, which is my free resource helping you to own your worth, level up, and feel empowered in every aspect of life. I will see you on the next episode.